This is the Baymont Podcast with Marty Solomon. I'm his co-host, Brent Billings. Today, we are wrapping up session seven of the podcast by hearing about Marty's sabbatical experience, a little bit at least, and reflecting on what we've all been through in the season of rest. We're back, baby! Here I am. In the recording booth for the first time in three and a half months. Brent, I, you can't see... How are you feeling, Marty? Well, you can't see this, but I'm holding a, uh, a can of air. Um, I had to get out my, you know, those spray can of airs to spray off the dust. <laughs> I had to get out my my air can to spray off the soundboard. I haven't fired it up in like 106 days. I thought you were going to say that you uh, turned it into an air horn. <laughs> no, no. I'm back, baby. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, that's right. That's right. No, stuff has sat dormant. Fired back on like normal. All the lights are blinking at me, telling me that you can hear me. So, yeah, we're ready to go. Back at it. If you are hearing this, then everything worked out. <laughs> then Marty <laughs> didn't right. lose lose his edge. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Refreshed and renewed. Full tank. Well, ready to go. Uh, that's great. We've uh, y- You've already recorded and, and uh, published a couple of things. There's a, a blog post reflecting on your sabbatical time. There's a video on your YouTube channel reflecting on sabbatical time with your whole family and that. Uh, so I'm going to link both of those, but, uh, are there any, like any things that you want to share with podcast listeners who might not end up finding their way to a video or a blog post? Yeah. Um, you know, I have a good friend, uh, his name's Dave and, um, one of my good friends from the Washington DC area. And he was on sabbatical too, while I was, and we, one of the things I did at the end of my time, the end of my 100 days, is um, a few weeks ago, I went to go spend some time with him. And we just kind of sabbaticaled together and reflected on our different sabbatical spaces. And one of the things that he talked about, which I th- I felt like articulated a lot of of some of my own feelings, was you feel like you go away on these sabbaticals, whatever they look like, and you feel like you kind of owe it to everyone, uh, your church, your parishioners, your like you have to have something profound. Like you're supposed to go away and then come back with like, and this is what I discovered. And he was like, I just I've been reminded over the course of sabbatical. That's it's not necessarily what it's for and how it works. And it was just like this healthy reminder of like, yes, like sabbatical. I don't have like any huge thunderous profound. I love that you'll link you'll link that that blog post in the video. Those are those are really fun ways to engage. But yeah, I mean, we, we found the renewal, like part of sabbatical is just to allow yourself to be refreshed. It's Sabbath. It's like another form of Sabbath to just stop, rest, worship, play, um, work in a different way, work in a new way, work in a new kind of rhythm. So we found that renewal. And it was funny because at the end of my 100 days, I didn't feel like I did not feel like, oh, man, I got to go back to work. And I, if you would have asked me, Brent, if that's how I was going to feel, I would have been like a thousand percent. There's no way that I don't feel that way. But I didn't at the end of sabbatical. I was like, oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I enjoyed every moment of my all hundred of my hundred days. But I also am like, no, I'm ready. Let's go back. Let's go back. It's time to go back. It's just time. Um, there's a time for this and a time for that. Good old Ecclesiastes. Um, so we found the renewal. We found the margin. I kind of do some things that like, just filled me up. Like there are some things I just schedules and life 
and what whatever things that I just say no to, like playing my instruments. Brent, you know this about me. I used to play the drums like all the time, right? Like you, you probably met me first, and I was probably more of a drummer than a preacher, right? Yeah, I definitely saw you. You were, I think, you'd only preached two times by the time I showed up at the church, but you were on drums all the time. Yeah, yeah. So there's like a whole part of me and. And I got to just like every day I would play my, my neighbors are probably like, what is going on at, 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 at the house down the street. But every day I would just get out there and play my drums and enjoy some music. I would cook. I love to cook. There's like a, it's like a part of, there's the creative part of me that almost like an art form. I love to create food to eat and consume and enjoy. I got to do like those kind of like little, little stupid things that I typically say no to because, because of life. And I got to do it. So that was great. I did not see the cooking part coming. No. Yeah. It's uh, it's actually a big part of my family would tell you they they like that about me. I like that about me. My wife does not find the same joy in cooking. Um, she so will both cook out of practical necessity. Um, but I have a gear where I can really just enjoy sitting at the smoker on the back patio or creating a chili or, you know, whatever it might be. And, and I just really love that. So. And we had some, we had some great time of just personal reflection. I had a, a spiritual director just for these hundred days. I, I have a, I have a spiritual director um, that was before my hundred days, but then for these hundred days, I got I got like a separate spiritual director that walked me through. Um, I thought I was going to be doing the nineteenth annotation and ended up doing the eighteenth annotation, <laughs> uh, which you asked me about as soon as I got back. You're wondering if we had a typo at play. Yeah, yeah. You sent me the blog post and I was editing and you had 18th in the blog post. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I fixed it and I changed it to 19th. And then I watched your video and you said 18th. And I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And so that was great. And that's basically an Ignatian spiritual exercise. Um, Ignatius had these, Ignatius of Loyola, not Ignatius the church father, but Ignatius of Loyola, so 1500s in church history, um, and and he had a spiritual exercise uh, that radically changed his life. It was like a it was like an, a 40 day intensive retreat, and then he discovered that most people can't just you know they have they might be married and have kids or jobs or what, and they can't just get away. Even in the 1500s, uh, you couldn't just get away for um, for 40 days, and so he he made a 40 week. Uh, version instead of that you could do kind of as you go, as you live, as you work, as you walk. Um, and then, and then discovered that for a lot of people, that was even a, a bit much. And so then he tore it down to a 10 week, which is really just kind of an introductory 19th annotation light. And, uh, that's what I did. Um, and it was, it was, it was brilliant and beautiful. And I'm sure I will be sharing, uh, I don't know how much on the podcast, but in my videos and content and through the organization that I work for at Impact, I'm sure I'll be sharing things for for months to come. So, so and beautiful reflection from that. Um, not deep, not not complex, not prof- like profound, but in its simplicity, not its complexity. Just um, spending time with Jesus in the same spot in the same way every day, growing in intimacy every day for 10 weeks. And yeah, I really got to like, you know, stare some of my demons square in the face. Um, hmm. two, two of them are worry and anxiety. And, uh, and I, I got, I got a lot of notes. Those didn't go away. They're probably not going to go away barring a miracle of Jesus. Um, it's just going to be a part of my wrestling match, but, 
But I think so often you know it, you pray about it, you spend some time with it, but you just kind of keep moving because, again, life. Um, but sabbatical offered the time to be like, nope, don't move on. Don't just pray about it and go to the next thing. Like we're going to stay here and we're going to keep we're going to keep we're going to pray about it and then we're going to keep sitting here and we're going to we're going to sit here with Jesus and we're going to talk together about this and we're going to look at it and we're going to keep looking at it uh, and we're going to figure out what we do about this and we're going to wrestle with the fact that this is real um that's just good that's good work that's good work so um nothing profound i don't come back ready to start some new podcast or launch some new ministry initiative or some new vision that was revealed to me on Mount Bema or anything like that. It's just, just Jesus, just Jesus. We're not starting a new religion. <laughs> We're not. Nope. Bemaism. No, 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 no uh, that. Oh, that is, uh, that is a blessed assurance. Um, I, I should point out that it'll be a few weeks before listeners actually hear this. As we record, you're only a few days back from sabbatical. So that I imagine that over the coming weeks and months and maybe years, you'll be continuing to unpack and reflect on some of the things that you went through. So I hope so. Yeah. That's just kind of like skipping a rock across the surface of your experience. Yep. That's it. You got it. So on the, uh, podcast side of things, we had kind of a two part, almost a chiastic, if you will, structure to session seven. I did notice that when it, when it gets put on a spreadsheet, it's a little <laughs> easier to notice some of these weird trends. So <laughs> Well, it was it was mostly unintentional. Um, and even I think when that puts I, does that put Cat Armstrong as the center of the chiasm? I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, and I asked her about that, not even <laughs> thinking about it that way. I was just like, oh, if and like it was so ridiculous because I made this big deal uh, after we recorded with her. I was like, our schedule. We didn't know about session seven at that point. I was like, our schedule is wide open. You can pick whatever date you want. And we're like, we had it on this, but that was, I just literally threw it on there. It doesn't matter. Pick anything you want. And she picked the date that she wanted. And, uh, you know, she was, she sort of mentioned like the next week could be okay too, but like she picked the one she wanted. And then we planned session seven. I was like, oh my goodness, it would actually be perfect if we pushed her episode back. So I had to, I had to email her and she was so gracious and she's just like, oh yeah, whatever you need, whatever works. I was like, okay. So we, we put her there. And then after I moved it on the spreadsheet, I was like, Huh. <laughs> I guess that makes a chiasm. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh I'd love to put I'd love to support Kat's work in that way. Well, we'll make her the center of season seven. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so the first half we had these uh these reflection episodes. And uh you know, you were there for the recording, but then I I did a lot to those episodes after we recorded. So <laughs> yes, you did. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to all of them. I think you listened to at least one. What are your What are your thoughts on that space? Did you um, Did you even use them as part of like Did you try to use them to do your own reflection or what, just What do you think about those episodes? And specifically, you're asking me right now about the front side of that. I'm, we're being dumb now, but the front side of that chiasm. Like the first, the first half of season seven, is that what you're referring to? Yes. Yes. The, the reflection episodes with all the special music and everything. Yeah. I, I loved it. And we had done all that recording and I knew you were going to do more to it, but then I left and we weren't going to work together. Like typically you and I might kind of toss, Hey, listen to this. And we'd kind of create together, but I left and you just, 
created. I'm sure maybe you solicited the help of some other people, but you just kind of went to work and Reed did help with some musical selections. Yes, absolutely. I loved it. No credit to Reed there, but I loved what happened. <laughs> um, I loved. And then there was this one week where somehow, I don't know, I was in the middle of traveling. I think I might've been in the UK on a family vacation and you released the bonus episode with all the music. But somehow I did not catch what was going on. I thought I was just like behind on some episodes. So I'm listening <laughs> and then and then you don't start talking. And then I just keep listening. And I'm like, oh, no, Brent made a horrible error. <laughs> and I'm sure somebody told him, but all there is is music. <laughs> and then I kept kind of like fast forwarding to see if you had fixed it. And then I looked and I was, it was like two hours and something. And I'm like, <gasps> and then I looked at the title and then I, I was just overjoyed. I'm like this. And then I went all the way back to the beginning and just let it play as I was driving the car. And one of my favorite, like I'm always looking for ambient and it's going to be one of my, my, my favorite ambient music tracks to play when I'm working on stuff where I can't do lyrical music. So. I love it. I love it. It's one of my favorite episodes, like the whole season. Yeah. I don't know what that says. It's, there's no content in it, but <laughs> I, I love that. It was really well done. Yeah. I had some people ask about, you know, the music and if they could, you know, get something where they could do more time to reflect. I was like, well, I mean, here's the tracks, but I was like pulling the stems and making custom mixes. So it's not quite going to be the same. And, you know, I was adding in the, the bird songs and, uh, you know, other, other <laughs> yeah, sounds and, and I was yep. like, well, okay. And I was like, you know what? I bet I could just like, and, and logic had an, an easy way to pull in tracks from other episodes. So I just combined all the things and took out our words and, yep. you know, there was a little bit of repetition, like from episode to episode. So I kind of combined things a little bit. We had a, uh -huh. you know, I was running up against the file size limit that our podcast host supports. Yep. So ended up being two and a half hours. Uh, but episode 351 is like a, a bonus track. If you just need some extra time to reflect yep and yeah some people were asking about the birds specifically i found a study um titled bird songs alleviate anxiety and paranoia in healthy participants so wow like it it's so good and i'm actually going to mention one of my favorite podcasts of all time it's called the sound escapes podcast and it is uh this guy who has spent most of his life just venturing out into the wildest parts of nature as far away from human activity as possible and recording the noises of nature. And those episodes are incredible. I almost never take a nap, but if I'm going to, I love to put my headphones in and turn on one of these tracks and just like immerse myself sure. in this nature scape. And it is huh. so relaxing and so good. And uh, I was happy to find uh, a study to back up what I already felt about it. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. That was really good. I like the whole, and it was different. And I'm sure um, that it wasn't everybody's like most favorite cup of tea, but it it was different. And I really, I didn't know. I didn't know how it would land or how it would feel. But I really liked uh, that front half of season seven. I thought it was. I did. I liked it. I didn't get a ton of feedback. I would say, but. Uh... You know, a number of people said, you know, this was this is perfect timing. This is exactly what I needed. Yep. You know, stuff like that. So and yeah, I think we'll, you know, people are just just today as we record, more people are starting the podcast and we'll come to this eventually. And, you know, so hopefully it'll be a resource um, going forward for a long time. Yep, absolutely. Yep. OK, so then on the practices episodes, um, a kind of an interesting trend emerged. Uh, Reed. 
Reed's episode was first and then L after that. And both of them made comments like immediately when we started recording. Reed said, um, I was arguing in my head about the idea of creating space, which is kind of your your theme of your disciplines in, in episode 24. And uh, he says, you know, I was arguing in my head about this idea. I'm not going to bring this up in the episode or argue or anything. It's like, oh, that's, I mean, isn't that the whole point? Like we're trying to share share our different ideas. And then L, same thing. In the first minute, she's like, I don't know what anybody else is saying. So hopefully don't contradict each other. But hey, maybe we do. And maybe we can have a fight. And it's like, you know, I think she's a little tongue in cheek about that. But just the idea that we all have to have the same perspective and the same disciplines. And there's like one right way to do it. And I don't think I don't think either of them actually believe that, or would say that so explicitly, but just like this yeah, subconsciously know, this, comes like, out underlying fear or something yeah. of like, yeah. oh, I might be doing it wrong. Yeah, no, yeah, there is a there is this very subconscious, and I do love that uh, L's Enneagram Eight came out so easily there. We'll have a fight, um, <laughs> which I love that, and I share that that same energy. So I was ready, um, and and actually, I, I do have some comments about all this because. It is it, there is like this subconscious awareness that that did that does kind of come out, um, but I just want to affirm it. Like, I mean, for the most part, it all works really well together. I think the average listener would probably be like, "Oh yeah, I don't I don't see any like weird, you know." When when you're the one teaching, or or if you're really paying attention or deep into, of course, yeah, there's some deep um, differences. Most of them are just differences in personality. I mean, I, Josh Bosse is wildly different than me. I'm different than Josh and, and L and Reed. And we're all, we're all just slightly different in how we find peace and where we find God at work in our lives and putting our, so some of it's just, we're just different people. Some of it is that we, we do disagree on some things and yeah, I mean, I, I did find myself at, in a few of those episodes, like I am completely at odds with whoever's talking right now on this, on this issue. Um, and of course, of course, of course, I don't know if I'm right. Um, I'm at odds with them, but I don't know if I'm right. Maybe they're right. And they bring, they bring such something that's going to resonate with a whole group of people that didn't resonate with my perspective. And my perspective resonates with somebody that was like, man, I did not get so-and-so's episode. Um, that's the beauty. I mean, that's the beauty of all those things. And then sometimes, Sometimes it's just paradox. Like, so sometimes there is like uh, ideas that are at odds with one another, opposing one another. Sometimes, like when Reed was talking about, I don't know if it's creating space that God would fill or if it's attentiveness. And then he proceeds to talk about um, ways that you create space for attentiveness. And I just chuckled to myself as I rode in my car. Um, (laughs) And so some of it is just the way we use language and where we start. Um, Reed and I are working on a project right now. And I think Reed and I, our brains work in that way. We've had a couple conversations on this project where we're talking about the exact same thing. And I know we see it the same way, but we, we are insisting that we enter through doors on different sides of the room. But, but here's my point in bringing all that up. That's it. Like, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of it all. Like, and the fun would be not behind a podcast, Mike. And I don't know how we create this space in my life, Brent, but I, I just want to sit around the table with our hosts, like with them, like nobody else is going to like this, but put the mics away. I just want to talk to Elle about some of those ideas. I just want to sit down and talk to Reed about that's the good stuff. Like forget about the recording and the episodes. Like 
I would just love to wrestle with some of these ideas. And that's the beauty of it. And so you get to see that on those discussions. It's just so good. I think I'm kind of rambling here, but my there's a point that I wanted to make that we've made before, but it continues to come up like in different questions or emails. Um, just this idea of what's the right, what's the right, but, but what's the right way? Like, what's the right idea? This is all far more nuanced than that. Like, of, of course, we're going to disagree on stuff. And of course, the truth is somewhere behind all of this stuff. It, it's not about the one right way. It's about contributing. It's about contributing to the conversation. It's about pushing back in a way that challenges what we see and understand. And, oh, yeah, I never would have thought about it that way. It's just so good. It's so good. Did I disagree with some moments in those episodes? Yes, I did. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. I, I hope that our listeners have grown in that over the years where they hear me say something or somebody else say something. I disagree with that. And it's not, and I'm angry with Marty. It's, I just disagree with that. And that's good. It's good because, because of course, of course, like disagreement. I just want to connect the idea of a core, of course, to disagreement. Um, Rather than something that has to be fixed or expressed or resolved, it's like, yeah, 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 of course. Of course they see it differently. Of course they do it differently. Of course they would take that stance. I don't. They do. Of course they do. And that's beautiful. And what do you think? You know what I mean? I don't know if any of that – does any of that make sense, Brent? Yep. And I – you know, my base instinct when somebody says something like this is to recoil a little bit. But I love it when I see somebody saying, uh, you know, like, hey, what do you think about this? Um, this thing, this like this idea that they presented in the episode seems pretty weird, and and somebody's like, oh yeah, I disagree with Marty and Brent on on so many things. Yeah, and I'm like, what? Yeah, but then I'm like, oh no, that's good. Like you disagree, and you're still here engaging. We're wrestling together. Yep, we're iron sharpening iron. Like that is, it's if we don't disagree, we're not ever going to get any better. Yep, and and I'm not trying to. I think what we're talking about, Brent, is so much bigger than podcast content. Like we're not talking about content. We're talking about something that I hope is true in our families and our friendships and our fellowships and our churches and our ministries. Yeah, I just there there is a like I, I've I've loved I've I've gotten back from sabbatical and I've gotten to review some of the notes that have been passed around here and there. And I love that some people at the end of season six were like Josh's Mishcon series was that was it for me. It's the most, it's, that has been the most light. And I've been like, I've found life changing episodes everywhere, but that was the most life changing. One person's, my favorite quote was that was peak Bema. I love that. I love that <laughs> phrase. That was peak Bema. Which does fit, uh, you know, if we're, if we're doing the Genesis one analogy of the sessions of Bema, then that does, you know, the creation of man peak. Absolutely. Peak creation. Yep. And then, <laughs> and then, and then there was others that were like, man, I had a really hard time following that. Um, I, I thought the exegetical connections were a stretch. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there will be people that are like, session seven, that, that's going to be my favorite season of the podcast. And there's going to be some people that are like, I hung with you. I was committed. But man, I was glad to get back to the Bible. Like, of course, of course, of course, of course. And that's been true for a long time now. People that love the interviews and people that like, that's their favorite. The favorite is the conversation and the extroverted dialogue that goes back and forth. And then for others, it's the midrash and the 
philosophical postulating, and for others, it's the it's the Jewish exegesis, and it's it's just our whole experience is full of this stuff, and seeing the difference and the diversity and the goodness and being able to see what God's up to and extract the stuff that you need in that moment from the thing that God's doing through the person next to you is just so beautiful, and I hope that we don't judge stuff as good or bad or grade it or put it in the category, I like this, I didn't like that. Like, it's just so much bigger and better than that. So I, I hope that's something that we're all learning together. So those were the those were the spiritual disciplines episodes. But then we moved on to Reed and Derek's friendship episode. I, listen, I have never apologized for an episode on this podcast. I've never felt the need to. Um, I was away on sabbatical. I don't want to claim responsibility, but I want to apologize to everyone for episode 356. I don't I don't even know. We'll make sure that that never happens again. <laughs> and I would I would like a personal apology for the nightmare that it was to edit that thing. <laughs> I can only imagine. I love those two guys and we've had some people say uh we don't get your friendship and that's okay. I I really <laughs> love Derek and Reed. Um, and I knew what I was, I knew what I was asking for when I saw that on the schedule on the spreadsheet. I, I knew that it, I knew, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we won't, we won't even try to pull that apart. Um, yeah, yeah, there you go. It was actually a good conversation. It was great. I love the conversation about friendship and honestly, of, of all the people I've met, they're two guys that I would, like, if I were to think about best friends, they are, they are two that their relationship together is one that I would. I would love to emulate part of that is our personalities mesh and all those kinds of things. But, but I did, they had a lot of just beautiful things to say and, and, and it was well said. Indeed. And then prayer and fasting episodes uh, are not out yet. So Marty has not heard those, but I'm sure they'll be great. Right. Super good. Super, I love what was said there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. Do we, do we have to, do we have to cover anything else? I feel like we kind of touched on everything. Not necessarily. Uh, my big thing was just the diversity of thought. Uh, I really thought that came out of this this season, this session, and I, I enjoyed it very much. Um, and it was one of my favorite takeaways that I wanted to just make sure we didn't miss. Don't miss this opportunity as it passes us by. Um, lean into this, catch this, embrace this. Um, but yeah, I, w- I was wondering if there was... Uh, I mean, so it's prayer and fasting are the next two episodes that are yet to be recorded. No, they're recorded. They're just not out yet. Oh, they're not out yet. Okay. So, so I will toss out two books that I'm pretty sure didn't get recommended. Maybe they did. <laughs> um, but, uh, one of my favorite books on fasting, I'm sure we recommended it before is Scott McKnight did a book called fasting. Um, and, uh, it's, it's one of my favorite books. He'll talk about, um, event a and response B and and then God's response, uh, C. And I think I love the conversation and how it changed my way of thinking about fasting. So if anybody wants more resources other than what was recommended there, uh, you can check out that book. Um, I just read a great book. I don't have a lot of prayer books that I love that I recommend, but I read a book that was given to me by one of our listeners. Shout out, Sarah. Um and uh, from North Carolina, and she she gave me a book by Strahan Coleman, who I've been – she gave me a lot of books by Strahan, and I'm not familiar with who he is, but I have really enjoyed – I've gotten through all of his works now over the course of sabbatical, and it was perfect for sabbatical. I loved reading, but he wrote a book called Beholding, uh, 
Um, and it was all about beho- what he called beholding prayer and intimacy with Jesus. And it was just perfectly placed in my sabbatical. Um, but I thought there was just some wonderful takeaways there. Um, and uh, yeah, I would recommend that book too. So we'll throw some book recommendations in there. What else do we need for a capstone episode? Is that it? Uh, I have one final question. Oh, okay. I love that. Did you um, get any ideas or or pick up any thoughts on a new practice that you might engage in? I picked up a lot of one of the things that the that the Jesuits call the 18th and 19th annotation uh, is Ignatius called it a school of prayer. It was essentially a practice and an exercise that teaches you all these different ways of praying. And I am one who loves liturgical prayer. I love for you to give me the thing to pray. Give me the structure. Um, I, I, I mean, obviously, I love spontaneous prayer too. But some of us gravitate towards this rote prayer. And I just learned like all these amazing prayers that have been written by people like Thomas Merton or Chardin or um, uh, just um, even even the practices like the examine, which people are often familiar with. And I was familiar with the examine, but I really got to do that multiple times a week over the course of my um, exercises this this summer. Um, and those are some of the things I'm bringing with. I don't know if it would be a regular practice. Um, am I bringing anything? No, I'm getting back to my regular practices as they always have been true to true to form in my episode about discipline. Um, but I'm bringing a lot of beautiful tools with me that are going to find their way into, into familiar spaces. And, um, and I'm going to share some of those with others in different ways. So those might show up in YouTube videos. Those might show up at work and staff trainings, whatever. But um, I was really excited to bump into some of those prayers and prayer practices. And, and uh, I was excited about that. Okay. Well, I think that covers everything for today. And next week, we're going to talk about what the podcast looks like going forward. I think we've already mentioned that we're going to be talking about Isaiah, but we'll We'll give a, an introduction to the introduction. There's two introduction episodes for Isaiah. so <laughs> Well, it's Reed and I that are going to work on those together. So you know why there's got to be two. Uh, yeah. If Reed and I are going to do it together, it's either going to be one long episode or we'll give you two smaller ones. How about that? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I think this is going to be, it, it's a different way of, we've looked at Isaiah before across, you know, four voices. And this is going to be a, a different way of examining it a a deeper dive not verse by verse but um pretty in depth so i'm i'm excited to hear what you've come up with over i've been seeing all those books go by on your goodreads and yeah yeah we read a lot of bad books brent read a lot of bad (laughs) books but uh i am excited to go a little bit deeper i wouldn't call it a deep dive yet but it's a little bit deeper than we did before so we're just going to keep going and see what god keeps teaching us but i think we can get We can get another layer or two under the surface, not so much in literary textual criticism, but just spend some more time, take a look and take a look again and, and just see what might be there for, for us in 2023, uh, for Isaiah. It is often quoted by, um, by Jesus and by people today. So it seems like there's some sort of application to be found. I think I would imagine so. All right. Well, Here's our here's our new outro, Marty. I think we haven't really used this too much because uh, came up with this at the end of the last session, and we didn't really do our normal outro most of the time. I'm ready, but you can go to baymodeception.com to find the show notes. 
We have groups. We have events all on that page. Uh, there's a contact page that will give you the most up-to-date way to get in touch with us, whatever that may be at the time that you were listening to this. So thanks for joining us on the Bama podcast. We'll talk to you again soon.